You are listening to Season 1 of Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who think differently and want to explore ideas and topics that are relevant to all areas of their life. Well, Joanne, here we are. It's Season 1, Episode 11, and we have 10 episodes under our belt already, and I'm feeling like we're starting to get this thing figured out. How about you? Me too, Sandy. How are you? I'm good. I had a really good day yesterday. It was really busy with things that I love doing. So I started with an early morning walk. It was a really hot day. Went strawberry picking, made jam, bunch of things like that. And then ended the evening with a walk along the lake, watching the full moon. So it was a very rare event having a full moon on the summer solstice. So apparently that only happened, the last time that happened was 70 years ago. So I really wanted to go and just sit in the light of the full moon. It was beautiful. How about you? How are you? Nice. Yeah, I'm really excited. Episode 11, as you say, we've got two more to go. I bought Ash a a dehydrator. So we spent the weekend dehydrating strawberries and rhubarb and blueberries. And it was just so good to get fresh picked strawberries, cut them all up, put them in the dehydrator and they're like little nuggets. You did the same too, didn't you? I did with strawberries, yes. Oh my gosh, aren't they just like little nuggets of sweet goodness? <laughs> they are, they are. And I'm imagining how yummy these are going to be when we go hiking. Yeah. yeah, well, we've actually made, put some in our cereal, which is a little bit extravagant, but it's kind of nice to have a little bit of cereal with these little kicks of sweetness in the morning. So, so yeah, just really enjoying the summer, the weekend, you know, the warm weather, getting out there, getting out in the great outdoors. And very excited about talking about values today, our values. That's what our whole episode is on. And, and listeners, you would have heard us speak about our values uh, every now and then in some of our other podcasts because values really are about, they're about who we are. They're what we hold dear. They're what causes us to be upset set is when our values are challenged. So today's episode, we're going to talk about values. Yeah, I've been looking forward to it as well. You know, it has come up so many times when you listen back into some of our podcasts, we will touch on the topic of values. It seems to be a kind of root or underlying discussion in so many topics. So I think this is going to be a really helpful one for me personally, even just reading about the topic of values this week and thinking about our podcast has been very timely for me. Yeah, I went through a process of reviewing our values. So I don't know, how often do you review yours, Sandy? Well, apparently not often enough because (laughs) as I've been sitting here reading, I thought some of the, that what you started with, some of that um, disconnect that I'm feeling mm-hmm. in my life right now, I think is directly tied to it. Maybe my values have changed a little bit, or maybe I'm not really aligned with my values and some of the choices that I've been making. So I'm actually going to go through a bit of a process this week of redoing my values. So how about you? How often do you do yours? 
Yeah, I did mine a few years ago. So we did ours through our course uh, four or five years ago. And then I re-looked at mine a few years ago. And then in preparation for this, I um, went through some activities to to revisit them. And so values, they reflect um, our beliefs about what is right and what is wrong. And they influence our behavior. They influence how we make decisions. And for me, values really is connected with leadership and and the broad sense of leadership, leading your own life. Mm -hmm. And I really um, like to be mindful and try to be mindful, but it's an ongoing process. It's an ongoing practice to be mindful of getting connected, like you said. And when you're not connected, you can start getting a little bit of challenge or demotivation or a little bit stress or something's not quite right. And that could be when we aren't really connected with our values and we've gone off um, course a little bit. So our value system is what what we value, what is meaningful to us. And as we're talking about this, Sandy, we do a lot of values work. Both you and I do a lot of values work with teams. I mean, it's very, very important for any team working together to have the conversation about values, both individual values and what values they're going to agree to work towards and that are going to help their decisions as they progress through their work. But you know what? We haven't done that. You're right. We haven't done that yet. I hadn't really thought about that. That's kind of an aha for me. It's, <laughs> I think it's something we need to do. I know that you and I know each other really well, and I know what your values are. Or at least I know what values I see in your life. But I think it's different doing it as a team and as, you know, two people recording a podcast together. Yeah, yeah, we have to uh, do that in our summer retreat. I mean, we did a lot of work before we started this with uh, what was important to both of us and what do we want to share together and and share for our listeners. Yeah, it'll be great to uh, go through that exercise ourselves as a team. I'm going to look forward to that and make sure we get that on the agenda. Yeah. So, Sandy, you said you were going to go away and do some reflection on your values. Some of them are core values that that you have and you live your life by and you make decisions by now. Are you happy to share any of those? Well, I think I've shared one of them before. And it is, I have a value of fun. So I like to have fun. And so when things are not fun for me, when there's just that element is missing, then I feel a little bit disconnected. I also realize though, sometimes that can get in the way of some of my other values. So it's hard to have fun all the time when some of your and get work done you know like sometimes that can get in the way of of getting some things done and um, I'm trying to find the balance there which is one of my values is balance so Mm -hmm. just making sure that I'm spending time on all of the things that are important to me is another one of my values and it's um, interesting when we are trying to live by our values that sometimes they're in conflict with each other. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Yeah, it's so true. And when I was going through this process uh, just over the last week, I, I I like to have fun too. But when I, when I look at, okay, when am I most happy? Accomplishment came up for me. 
is it fun? Well, if I'm if I'm getting stuff done, if I'm achieving my goals and having success and completing my tasks, I'm happy. And it motivates me. We've, we spoke about happiness and motivation in different podcasts. So accomplishment for me was a big one. But of course, balance is in there too. Because I, like you, I want to have fun and I want to balance. It's about balance in, in both the health and fitness side, in the emotional health and well-being side, in the work and the activity side, in the being alone versus being in social environments. But I think com- accomplishments has been a big aha for me over the last week, Sandy, because it hasn't really been on my list. And I think just because of the context I'm in right now, I'm feeling like, okay, when I am most my most happy, when I am my most uh, fulfilled and motivated is, is when I've achieved. I've set myself a goal. I've worked hard to achieve it. Even those small little ticks of things off the daily list, it makes me feel good. It doesn't surprise me that you have that as a value, accomplishment or achievement as a value because... I see how you organize your life and how you are very conscious and deliberate about the choices that you make to achieve the things that are important to you. Funny, hey? Yeah. It kind of went, I was like, wow, it's never been on my list before. Interesting. Yeah. So we did a values activity a few years ago, as you mentioned. And when we went through that activity, that was one of the biggest ahas for me in my life, I think. And I don't know why it must have been just I was ready to really think about what we what was important to me. And we went through this assessment tool. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about it. It's the Barrett values assessment tool. And the way we went through it in in our course was we looked at our personal values, which wasn't part of the assessment, but we will talk a little bit about a process on how to do that. But we looked at what our own personal values were. And then we did this online assessment, which asked a series of questions about what was important to us, and but also a, about the organization that we worked in. And so you ended up with three three lines in the assessment. The first one was your personal values. The second was your current cultural values of the organization that you worked for. And then the third set of values were the desired values of a culture that you would want to work in. So it was, it just showed this is who I am. This is where Mm -hmm. I am spending a lot of my time. But this is where I'd like to be spending my time. And for me, there was such a misalignment in my values right across the board. Can you tell us more? Yeah. So I actually came back and quit my job. So (laughs) how misaligned it was. So the organization that I was working for, the things that were really important there were things like image and control and... Um, goals, all those kinds of things were very important. The things that were less important were partnering and teamwork and even leadership development was low on the list. And the desired 
organization for me had those things, had things like leadership development, open communication, integrity, empowerment, very high. And I realized that I wasn't getting those in that organization. They weren't part of the culture of that organization at all. And I was going to just continue to be frustrated there. So that was one of the big ahas for me. And then the second one in that assessment was a value that showed up for me personally um, was a value of needing to be liked. And it came up as a potentially limiting value. And it was really hard to realize how important that was to me. And it was never going to show up on a values list that I created. I was never going to write down that being liked was a value, but everything about how I lived my life was around being liked. So it was really huge for me. Mm. Oh, there's so many things I want to unpack there, Sandy. So yes. Just going to go back to the organization one because I think you've hit the nail on the head here really that a lot of people don't think about. And when I talk to people if they're applying for a job or if they're going to be interviewed, you know, I often say to them, check the values of the organization and, and, and we talk about fit. Make sure that there is a good fit. And people don't always think about that right off the bat. But when they are then absorbed into that organization and there's constant challenge, constant struggle, you know, having to make decisions that you, you're not quite happy with, that is really coming from that misalignment of values. And I certainly know after we did this um, back in 2010, when I applied for jobs because I moved moved towns and, and got a job here, I went straight to the values of the organization and said, okay, do these have some kind of alignment with me and that I could be a manager within this organization? So awesome that you had that aha moment. And, and I bet you when you made that decision, it was just like a relief. Oh, it was it was a complete relief to make the decision. I realized that I was trying to fit into something. And I think there were two things going on there. One was, I don't think the organization would have stated those things as their values. I think they saw themselves as a very collaborative, consensus-driven kind of organization, but that's not how they operated. And I don't know if you've experienced that, where you work with an organization and their stated values are very different from the values that are in use. Oh, totally. And I just had that with a client uh, a couple of months ago. And I said, you know, you have to walk the talk. If you want this to be your value, and then you get to define it. These words have different meanings to us as individuals and organizations. So you get to define what the words mean, and then you get to define what related behaviors there are to those values. So absolutely, I, I've, I've said to people, you can't have these values and then totally uh, do something else because um, that will not give you respect in terms of a leadership role. So I'm going to divert back to the potentially limiting value of being liked because that was one of my ahas as well, Sandy. So we're, we're being nice and vulnerable here and sharing, <laughs> sharing with you, our listeners, because there are potentially limiting values. So they are values the, the same, but they could be potentially limiting. 
because they could arise from fear and, and anxiety and they affect how we make decisions. And one of our fun times, because we had a lot of fun together, yes. uh, is once we realized this, I think I think it was you or someone went and bought out these badges and I've got it. I've got it right here <laughs> in my office and this little badge says, I like me, do you? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I have that still up on my, <laughs> on my uh, board above my desk as well. <laughs> And I want to just say it wasn't just us as women having those value, that potentially limiting value of being liked. There was a couple of guys in our cohort as well who they had that value. And so other potentially limiting values could be power, greed, money. And basically they, they do affect our decisions. So the biggest aha for me was, oh, am I am I acting or behaving or making decisions that aren't quite aligned with who I am because I feel like I need to fit in and I want to be liked by people. Yes. And that's the same awareness I had. And I still see it creep into my life. I think that I'm, because I'm aware of it now, I recognize when that's going on, when I'm making a choice because I have a need to be liked or accepted in a group because I think sometimes those things run really deep and you can't just like, oh, now I know about it and I'll never feel like that or make a decision based on that again. I think there are times when that will always surface, but I'm aware of it and I pick it up a lot quicker. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. It's, It's awareness and it's just stopping and intentionally going, okay, where is this coming from? Where are these thoughts coming from? Where is this action coming from? Where is this attitude coming from? Uh, so, yeah, that was a big aha for me. I just had the one um, potentially limiting value of being liked, but it was it was an amazing aha moment and experience. Balance came up for me on that one as well. Yeah, it did and, for me. Yeah, accountability, huge. And um, openness. Now, these are the ones that came up for me on the kind of Barrett assessment. So openness. And I definitely, that that is and has been one of my values and is how I live my life. But I haven't got it on my list as my top five at the moment. But I do like a very open relationship. So what I've reframed that to is being with people. And in the past, I've called it teamwork and I've called it collaboration. But just right here, right now, in my current situation of being an entrepreneur, working a lot on my own, except when we're in partnership, we're doing this, or when you're working with a client, uh, I have realized I do miss being with people a lot, and it is definitely a value I had. So I called it being with people, and that covers both professional and my personal life. So I need to get out to my social events, which I love, but I need to also explore and find ways to work with others. Yeah, I think that as an extrovert as well, that's an important part of where you get your energy from is being with people. With And so when you spend a lot of time, as you often do when you're a solopreneur or self-employed, it can drain your energy. So I think it's good to recognize that's a value as well as a preference for you. And so it's something you need to be intentional about mm-hmm. is being in relationships with people and having those interactions that 
bring you energy into your life. Yeah. What are some other, some of your other values, Sandy? So continuous learning was one that came up for me. And I think learning has always been a driver for me. I like to be always learning. So that's definitely a value. When that's not in my life, I feel disconnected. Friendship and independence came up. And that's also been a theme in my life. I like to be pretty independent. You know, I, I don't like to have to depend on other people for a lot of things. So that came up for me. Um, and creativity. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. It's funny, even just as we're talking, we have some that certainly are similar. So a lot easier when you're working with people who have similar values, although we haven't spoken about the next piece. So you, know, you develop your values and then you've got to develop your own meaning. What does that mean? So what does learning mean for you? Wow, you're really putting me on the spot today. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is not fun. No, <laughs> What does learning mean for me? So learning for me, what that means is I think there's a part of being challenged. I get bored very easily. So as long as I'm doing something and I'm feeling stretched, I'm feeling like there's an element of it that I have to figure out, I, I feel good in that situation. Once the learning's over, so once it becomes more repetitive or rote or just there's nothing left for me to learn in a situation, then I need another challenge. I need something more or new to learn. So I think that's that's what it is for me around learning. It's not just no. I I don't think it's just knowledge for the sake of knowledge. I I like it my learning to be very practical, but ongoing. Yeah, right. I I wrote a definition for that for me because learning is one of mine as well, and it's similar. It's around having the courage to try new things stretching myself and even if I'm in fear and I don't know how it'll turn out <laughs> and that's kind of part of my definition trying those new things and so what does that mean so when we take we get a definition then we have to look at okay what what does that mean in terms of behavior what does that mean in terms of what are some actions I'll take daily or weekly to make sure I am aligned with my value of learning Hmm. Yeah. So I, for me, I've decided I do need to develop a little stretch goal. It's funny how we – so we didn't do this together, listeners, at all. <laughs> <laughs> this is all new to both of us. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> so one of my related behaviors is I've just decided I'm just going to develop a, a stretch goal each week and take action on that. And it's not going to be a huge – it's not going to be a 50% stretch goal. It's just going to be a little stretch goal. And then reflect on it to really consolidate some of that learning. Or make those phone calls that I've been too scared to make, for example. So just some stretch goals like that. That's and great. That's, yeah, that's kind of some of my related behaviors. So we're talking about values. Get your own definition because the word collaboration, the word respect, integrity, accomplishments, balance could mean totally different things to Sandy as it does to me. So you get to define what that means to you. And then you get to define what that means in terms of behaviors, weekly, daily, monthly behaviors that you need to do to ensure you are living 
your life within and according to your values. Yeah, and I think we've created careers around learning. So every client that I work with is new learning for me because every organization is different and every process, whether it, you know, if you're taking a client through strategic planning, every one of those is going to be different because you have different people in the room, you have all different issues, different goals, different objectives. So I think that being in the kind of work we are in, like coaching, there's always something to learn if you're coaching a client because every situation is different. And I love what you said about reflecting because I think that's where so much learning comes. So if you can make that a, a practice in, in if something like learning, but probably with any of your values, reflecting mm. on what you're doing and seeing how you responded, how you reacted, how you were feeling in a situation, and and think about that in relationship to your values, I think would be a very useful approach to understanding your values. Yeah, that, that's a good weekly uh, strategy for sure, isn't it? Just to reflect on your values and because like we've, we've said in other podcasts, we're not always aligned, but it takes a bit of that time out, a bit of that reflection to see where we perhaps are or aren't aligned to re-steer ourselves back to where we want to be. And we've spoken about health and exercise a lot, I know, but that's one of the ones where I'm not always aligned. So it's kind of reflecting and going, okay, what's next week going to be like? So how do you handle it when you have conflicting values? So either... Maybe, so relationships are important for both of us. Yes. Being liked, having fun, and say your goal of accomplishment, or your, not your goal, your value. So what happens, because I think this is where it it really starts to play out in our lives, what's really important to us. What happens if somebody asks you to do something and you want that person to like you? And it would also be a lot of fun to do what they're asking. But if you do that, you know it's going to take you away from something that you might have had on your list to accomplish today. So from a values perspective, how can you use those to guide you? Yeah, and it does happen. I think for me, I look at it holistically. Is there, if there was something on my list, is there another time I can do it? If not, then it might be, or, or is there another time that I can do the fun thing with a friend? So it's, it's about, it's back to that balance bit, I guess. <laughs> it, it is about balancing it. So I'm not, I'm not saying yes, yes, yes all the time and I'm not saying no, no, no all the time. It's just kind of revisiting all of them at the same time and going, okay, can I do this another time? Is this a one-off opportunity? Can I push this off here? But if not, then no. How about you? Because I know this is a big one you struggle with a lot because fun is a huge value of yours. Right. So, But as you were talking, I was just thinking about something else, how, how rarely we use our values 
in a conversation as a reason for not doing something when we're talking to people. So I was thinking about how maybe you invite someone out for, you know, go out for a drink, go out for dinner or whatever. And they'll often say something like, oh, I can't afford it. Or, you know, it's not in the budget. Instead, I think a more realistic or more honest thing is to say, that's not a value for me. And I know you don't want to say it like that because it sounds rude, but at the end of the day, people, you'll see that same person go spend money on something else in their life. And so, you know, they could afford it. It's really not a priority or it's not a value. And if they were to say, I'm really saving for a vacation right now. And so I don't want to spend money going out for dinner, but I'd be happy to go for a walk or propose something else that is not expensive or do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Anyway, just a side note there, but it was just something Mm -hmm. I was thinking about with values that it's really kind of refreshing when people actually say, I'm, I'm, I'd love to do that, but I have a, a conflict because I also really want to do spend time with my family or, and I, can we do it in two weeks instead, you know, just to, yeah to talk about our values a little bit because I don't think we talk about them but I do often feel conflicted around family so I had that today so my um, granddaughter has strep throat and is pretty sick and um, my daughter sent me a text message today saying you know could you come over and so my first reaction was oh yeah I'll you know rearrange my schedule and come over and then I thought about it and I thought I that's not really a good choice for me, although I, I really value helping her and being part of, of her support system. I also really value what we're doing and this is important to me as well. And so I just had to weigh them out and just say, you know, I'm sorry and I'm not able to come over today. So sometimes you just have to, like you said, think about about it from a values perspective and think about what's most important, but also in the context of the whole week, what you need to do. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one, isn't it? Because then we go, so where my mind is going to that is commitment and doing what you say you will do. And so family is very important to you. It's a huge value of yours. You're right. This is a value to me. I made a commitment to this and that is also a value for me is honoring my commitments. Yeah. So one of my big things and, and I've I've often called it accountability, but it's really do what you say you will do is one of my huge <laughs> values, you know. And even when when I was in an organization and I was in a leadership role, I would just trust people to let's just do what you say you will do and come to me if you need me. I'm here to support you. But my expectations, and we've spoken about expectations, is that you will do what you say we will do. And I try to live by that. And it doesn't always work either. You know, I uh, we, we always have these lofty, lofty goals and tasks. But but since I read a lot about that piece um, years ago, I try to bring that, I do try to bring that into my decision making. And that's where I say, you know, I can't do that now, or I can have it to you by then, or I can't do that. So, because I don't want to, I don't want to make all these 
commitments and that's where the being liked all came in, right? I don't want to make these commitments and go yes, yes, yes to people but then not li- live within one of my values of accountability and doing what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a constant process and and juggle and and we have to practice it, guys. I mean, we're, we're really talking about practicing and being mindful of what we're doing and how we're making decisions and even values in, in family relationships or values at work. And we've spoken a little bit about that, but you know, if you're in a team and, and you don't really know each other's values, that's a great starting point because that's where some conflict can arise. Uh, personality disconnect, but values disconnect as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and same with family. So, you know, personality and values are related. They're not the same. Uh, our values are more specific. You know, they're our, they're our belief systems. So it's really good to have a conversation about it when you are working with people for the first time or, or you've been working with them and you haven't had that conversation just to find out really what makes people tick, what, what makes people connect. Um, and then we can have a little bit more awareness and, and openness for each other. So when you're talking, I was thinking about a saying my son has and how it relates to values and what your take is on it. So he says, you are what you do. Mm. And it sounds a little harsh to me when I hear that because a lot of us have really good intentions, but we never really live out those intentions And so I think it does apply to values. So people may say they have values, but if you look at how they live, you may not see those values anywhere in play. And that's a pretty harsh reality that that a lot of us struggle with. So I was thinking about, you know, our values may change and or we may say we have values, but they're not operational. We don't see them at use in our lives anywhere. Nobody would look at your life and say you value it based on the choices that you make. So I I was thinking, how do you change your values? Well, first of all, do you agree with that statement? You are what you do. And then second of all, so I'm going to let you talk for a few minutes here. How do you change your values? So if you have values or want to have certain values how do you start to really change those values so what are what are your thoughts first question is are you what you do well yes and that was it's related to a quote that i was going to say at the end uh, but i can say it now uh, by gandhi actually your beliefs become your thoughts your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, and your values become your destiny. Wow. That's going in our show notes. That might be our whole <laughs> show notes. That might just be the only thing in our show notes this week. <laughs> so maybe that's, that's a, a nicer way, Sandy. Maybe that's a more feeler-friendly way of saying the yes. same quote as your son's quote. Well, he just gets very frustrated with people who – you know, he has high values around getting things done. And so that quote makes his his take on it makes sense for him. So I really love that quote, though. Yeah, your actions become your habits and your habits become your values. And that's exactly what we we're talking about earlier in terms of 
you know, you can have these espoused values. You can say that these are your values, but your actions may show differently. So if you want them as your values, then you have to work at it for sure. Core values can change over time. I do agree with that. And for me, it's about being very clear on what the definition. So if I wanted to bring uh, a different value into my life, so say if people weren't getting balance, and they wanted to bring balance into their life. Define what that means because balance to you could be very different to me. Balance to you might be working four hours a day. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it might be working three hours a day or it might be working 10 hours a day. I think that's more like it. (laughs) (laughs) But ensuring that part of my day is taken up with this and this and ensuring that I uh, balance some of my strenuous uh, mind activity with some just listening to music activity, you know, so where I'm not using my mind. So however you define that value, if you, if say if you're, okay, I want to bring this into my life, define uh, what that means and then define, it's got to come down to the behaviors because back to that quote, it's, it's about the behaviors and your behaviors and actions will become your values. So if you are conscious each day about doing those behaviors that mean balance to you, then you will live within that value of balance and it will start to become a habit. How about you? Have you got any strategies that you've used? Well, sometimes ter- I think that depending depending on the person and how self-aware they are but I you know I have worked with people who believe they have certain values but I you know to go back to your quote there I, I think that they are their shoulds there are things that they think they should value so the environment's one you know I often hear people say that you know the environment's a real value for me And then when you look at their life, there's nothing really there that shows any choices at all around a green lifestyle, you know, from, from cars to consumption to sustainable food choices or clothing choices. There's nothing there that would indicate that's a real value. But I think that in our society, it's a should. It's something that people feel like they should value, so they will say they value it. And maybe they have a recycling bin. And so they feel like that's enough of a behavior to indicate that the environment's a value to them. So I think sometimes people need to just do that step as well of saying, of of thinking, why is this a value for me? Or why do I think this is a value for me? Yeah, the thing about values is if you really are operating within your values, you will make decisions even if they may be a little bit negative on you. Right. I you know agree. what I yes. mean? Yes. Yeah. So so it's it's really what is the right decision according to your values and and that's how you operate and act within your life. Not is the not what is the right decision that's gonna you know stroke my ego, make me look good, etc., or get me more money or whatever it is, and 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 maybe you'll be feeling dis- discomfort and maybe you'll be impacted in a negative way, but but 
you are doing that because it is what you truly value. Right. And I, you know, I was, I was at someone's house recently and they had a, a stack of plastic water bottle, like of <laughs> flats of water and uh, in their, in their pantry. <clears throat> and I mentioned it to them and they just flat out said, well, it's not a value to me. Convenience is a value to me. And um, I was like, well, at least they're honest about their values, right? At least they know they're not pretending that things are different. They're just upfront about it, which I, I often find that really refreshing when people are just very upfront about what's important to them. Yeah. So let's talk about that in terms of relationships then, Sandy. You know, have you noticed over time, um, as you may have changed and and some of your values may have come more to the forefront and some of them gone by the wayside that some of your relationships have come and gone? Yes, I think that's really a difficult thing when you suddenly look at a, a relationship that in the past was really central or important to you and then you realize that you don't share a lot of the same values anymore and your lives are are really in, going in different directions. I think that's very hard. And maybe that could be a whole other podcast about friendships. But I, I think that does happen. And it has happened to me where you, you just look one day and think, wow, I, I don't know quite what the foundation of this friendship is other than past history. And you, you just um, sort of drift apart. And it's really hard. It's sad, yeah. you know, it's awkward. Yeah, and it's hard to kind of, for me, because the being liked one comes up, right? It's hard to kind of really go, okay, it's time to let go of this relationship. And it's happened to me too, and it's mainly if we've uh, continued to learn and we've grown and developed and just in different directions. So we do need to talk about how do you, how do you get to what your, what your values are? So have you, how have you worked out what your values are, Sandy? Have you got any exa examples or exercises that people can do to start to really work out what, what their core values are? Well, I think a simple way that you can look at what your values and use are is look at how you spend your time and how you spend your money. So I think those two things, if you take a walk through your bank statement and a walk through your calendar, you'll see exactly where you spend your time, which will, will give you some indication about what's important to you. Since most of us have some control over both of those things and, and we make choices around how we spend our time and how we spend our money. So I think that's a good starting point and that may be surprising for people when when they look at those things and that can trigger a bit of a conversation around maybe I thought I had other values but I don't see them reflected in my life at all so that's one thing that I've done how about you what are some things that you've done yeah I did an exercise the other day and just looking at what of what are my the times I'm most happiest or what are my greatest accomplishments the times where I felt really happy and joyous and good and then I looked at times where I wasn't as happy or I was as demotivated and or my greatest failures that I think I had in life if you want to call it that where I wasn't in alignment I guess 
and just I just kind of reflected on those and just wrote wrote about them, just wrote stories, and then looked at any commonality in the, in the themes that were coming through, and then reduced them down to some words, and and then thought, okay, yeah, how do I spend my time? So it was just a period of reflection. I would actually love to do it uh, um, with with you, actually. So maybe when we do our little retreat on our values together, we can do a little bit more of a dialogue because, you know, me, extroverted, and I <laughs> talk things through. I think that's a great idea, and I'm actually going to do that. I mentioned I was going to spend some time after this podcast mm. and in the next week really reflecting on my values because I, I recognize that I'm going through a bit of a shift, and I, I think it's been – in play for a few years, but I think it's kind of at that critical point where it's worthwhile to relook at my values right now at this stage of life and, and just think about what's most important to me right now, because I'm definitely in a stage in my career where I want to be really focused on the right things and, so doing a values exercise will be good for me and I think it'll be really good for you and I too. So I think that'll be good for us in terms of our podcast and, and inviting people on too, inviting guests because we've had some requests for, for people to come on as guests, which is awesome. Keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to be mindful. Okay, what do we want our listener to, to get from this and what do we value and how can we make sure it's all connected? So. Great. Yeah. And we want to get feedback from people listening as well on what oh. what things are really important to them that they'd like to hear us talk about and as well. So we can do that on our Facebook group. Yeah, for sure. Good. Well, it, it's been a great conversation. It has. I value it. <laughs> 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 I do think you should end with that quote again, though. I think that's yeah. such a rich quote. I think it bears worth re- repeating. Like, I, I just think there's a lot in there. And I'm actually going to put that out, print that out and put it above my my workstation here. So I can reflect on that during the next week. Yeah, and I'll invite everyone to do because we often talk about intention and commitment and possibility thinking and and this quote I think sums it all up so it is by Gandhi your beliefs become your thoughts your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your habits your habits become your values your values become your destiny great thank you hi life reframers did you enjoy our podcast today if so we'd really appreciate a review on itunes soundcloud or our facebook page for more information visit our website reframeyourlife.ca and sign up for our newsletter